We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Sorcerer's Minute, the fan-based podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And today we are back with episode, no, with minute six. Minute six. Well, technically it's episode six I mean, it is episode six, but we're covering the sixth minute and I don't want to confuse any of our guests. I'm any of our listeners. Any of our listeners. Minute six. Don't confuse anybody. Starts with Harry struggling with a pan, and it ends with a shot of the reptile house. Um, I wanna I wanna start here because we didn't talk about this last week, but um, Harry really like this pan is too big for him. It's a huge pan. I don't. It's like comically big. It is. It is. It's like I don't. It's like this more, is bigger than emphasis, any of the pans I have in my kitchen. Emphasis on how big the pan is compared to his small stature for uh, effect. Yeah, and then he's wearing a shirt that, like, I assumed that his hand-me-downs are from Dudley, but that looks like it could fit Vernon. Right, that's a really huge His clothes shirt. are so huge on him. We'll talk about it a lot he this week, I think. We see him in a couple different, uh, like, two different outfits over the course of the week, but everything is way too big for him. Um... I mean, I don't care how much you cinch that belt. There's no, there's no way he's keeping those up. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, his clothes are way too big for him, and he's struggling with this pan. And Vernon is still just like, "Bring me my coffee." I'm like it's he can't like, even. Here, you you said um you said last minute that uh, he's kind of like their servant, like. he's 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 like we took care of you kind of but but all of a sudden now you you kind of wait on us for i don't you to get the basic necessities that you need which is pretty sad they they kept him alive i guess right but like i'm pretty sure like he feeds them before like he gets to eat anything oh yeah for sure this is exactly what's happening here yeah uh i'm surprised we don't see vernon like shoveling food into his mouth yeah um yes Actually, I don't think we see Vernon eat at all. I don't think we see any of them eat, really, except for Dudley. I mean, they tend not to show a lot of eating. We do see them at the table, like, in in more than one scene. Yeah. It's the act of of actually eating that usually isn't used in uh, TV shows and movies, mostly. Just because no one wants to actually see people eat. Yeah, I guess so. I heard that um, in movies where they have scenes where people are eating, um, that are actually, like, consuming something, mm-hmm. in the take, like, if they have to retake that, that's a nightmare. Because then that person has to eat every take. Yeah. That sucks. Of whatever it is. Jurassic Park Minute's going on right now, and they've been talking a lot about how um, Steven Spielberg really only wanted to take like five takes maximum for each shot in the film and we just move on because he wanted to like get it too bad and i think that if you had to eat like five takes isn't that bad yeah but what if you get a director that's like no this has to be perfect 
It needs to be absolutely. Like you need to do like 36 takes or something. And, and you're like shoving something into your mouth. Like I can think of movies. I don't have any off the top of my head because I didn't prepare for that. But I can think of movies where there's people like shoving things into their mouth. Right. Like that's part of the scene is for them to have like a mouthful of food. Yeah. And it's like you have to do that over and over again just for. What about that? There's a scene in Alien. There's a scene in Alien where Ash is like shoving a porno magazine into Ripley's mouth as he's trying to, like, suffocate her or something. And, like, could you imagine doing that scene more than once? Yikes. Jeez, poor Sigourney Weaver. Like, I I would not want to be in her place. Any of those, like, yeah. So we don't really see them eating, but, of course, like, Harry's, like, cooking some ham or whatever and bringing it over I think it's whatever their version of bacon is. Um... I mean, right. Canadian bacon's kind of like ham, right? I suppose. Do yeah, because it definitely doesn't taste British like bacon. Bacon is it's like I think it's similar. I think it looks more like ham. Or do they call it like... bacon? They do. Okay, but it's more like I mean, okay, all right, whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question this. Um, so Petunia leads Dudley to his presence, and. As soon as she, like, uncovers his eyes, he immediately looks profoundly disappointed. Right? It's like, what What are you, what are you, some kind of savant that all of a sudden you can just instantly look at something and know how many something is? I think it's savant. Savant? Savant? <laughs> I was like, what? Savant? Um, savant. savant. You're right. Savant. Uh, yeah, no, but he looks at them and he- I have yeah, that I think he definitely <laughs> does have this sense of, like, this doesn't seem to be as much as last time. Right, like, but how does he instantly know? Like, he looked know. at it for a second and was I like disappointed. I don't know, it's but like, of course, like, so we we get he second. looks over the pile of presents, and the first question he's going to ask is, "How many are there?" Because he's a ungrateful little. He dirt. is. He really is. He's got some cool stuff here. Like, he gets a new racing bike. He gets a remote controlled train. He has several packages like, of uh, varying sizes. Cool, like. Those like construction type vehicles, like I don't know. Yeah, like just just trucks and boy in boy the, stuff or in whatever. The book, I'm pretty sure he gets like a second TV and a new computer, a computer, and, like a bike. Yeah, well, I think we have or, a, there's we can a, bike see a bike here. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. I see this. Uh, I see it's the seat in now. the book. It's a racing bike, and uh, hmm. Harry's like, I don't know why he would want a racing bike because like, where's he going? And then he <laughs> he knocks over Mrs. Fig. Yeah, she's already got a broken leg. Yeah, it's like, oh, poor Mrs. Jerk. Fig. It's too bad we don't get to meet her a little no, bit more. No, I mean, Why that'd be Mrs. nice. Why did Fig just adopt Harry? Like, she moves across the street to keep an eye on him his entire life. Like, wouldn't it have been... I think it would have been weird if all of a sudden, like, as he's growing up, like, who are you? And it's just like, I'm, like, nobody to you. Like, well, no, literally... but no, 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 stop. Like, don't do that. Because I think any, like, anyone who's adopted, there's, like, a reason for them. And they have to well, come to that conversation right. at some You're point right. in life. And I think that Harry being raised by someone who's, like, actually going to care for him and have, like, a responsibility toward integrating him into the magical world would be better than the Dursleys. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't either. We're not going to solve this problem There's something about uh, the extreme muggleness of the Dursleys. I guess so. No, I I know know that there's something because there's that whole bit in Deathly Hallows, maybe, where they talk about the... No, it's in Half-Blood Prince, I think. They talk about, like, the protection on the Dursleys' house and why Harry has to stay there and all of that. Um, 
You know, I wonder when, when, when Dumbledore was casting those protection spells on the Dursley's house, do you think it looked like it looks when Hermione is casting the protection spells during Deathly, Deathly Hollows, like around them where they're at? Where she's, the... where, you know, just waving the wand around yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Well, it kind of fills that air with the liquid sort yeah. of, and then it fades. I think that's really cool. I think it's a really cool shot. Yeah, uh, I keep seeing trailers for Fantastic Beasts. By the time our listeners are listening to this, Fantastic Beasts has been out for a weekend. Yep. And we've seen it. We're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. It'll be a weekend edition eventually, upcoming. That'll be cool. I'm very excited to watch it. Me too. I think it looks really good. So excited. Did they officially talk about uh, Giant Depp? We can't, that's not for us to talk about No, I'm not, I mean, not nope. for us to talk about, but I mean, like, can't did talk you, about it here. Did they officially announce who he's going to be? I have not been able to confirm nor deny those rumors, but oh, okay. our listeners know if he actually had a cameo in the movie. That's true. You're right, you're right. They're ahead of us. And then you know who he is. You know who. No, he's not you. No. <laughs> that would be weird. No, not at all. Uh, okay. Okay, we should get back to the minute. So, so we see the presence and, of course, uh, Dudley explodes. He is not okay. How <laughs> many are there? And Vernon seems so proud of himself when he's like, 36. I counted them myself. Like, he's so happy. Like, I got you 36 presents, like, aren't look, you? Look what, what a great, great dad, dad I, I am. am. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so great. And, and of course, uh, uh. But last year I had 37. So um, like, who cares? One different. V- uh, Petunia in the background here is the doting mother doting on her her little baby boy, as he loses his mind. I know, is his face. He's just so aggressive. Con- He's so aggressive about it. Last year I had thirty seven. Um, how dare you give me one less present than last one year? less? Just one. Just and one less. and and then Vernon is like. Uh, trying to petition with him and is like, well, they're a lot bigger than last year. And he's like, I don't care how big they are. Harry rolls his at, eyes. At the same time, yes, I know. I mean, in the background, all you have to do is, like, look at Harry's it's expression. It's only for, like, a, f- a second. But it's like, what everybody's thinking. Mm-hmm. Where, where it cuts from Vernon to Harry and back to Vernon. And Harry's, like, up getting ready to pour the coffee. And he's just like, are you kidding Kinda me? Kind of, like, shakes his head a little like, bit and rolls his eyes. Why are you putting like, up oh. with this child yelling at you? And then, and then Petunia, the hostage negotiator, has to be like, "Oh, be like, we'll we'll do this. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna buy more presents. We'll buy two new ones while we're out." It's like, jeez. And then Harry rolls his eyes even more aggressively. He rolls his eyes and just gives this look like it's so. Like what? What it, is this? It is everything I'm feeling. It's everybody. Everybody who's watching it is exactly, feeling. exactly. We're just like he's oh my the God, audience can right you, now. Can, why? Can why is this child being like this? So, okay. So we're going to the zoo. It is Dudley's birthday, and we're going to the zoo. I don't remember if we talked about Piers Polkis. Oh, his friend. Yeah, because we don't see Piers at all. No, in any of the movies. Actually, I think last week we mentioned that he came up in Half-Blood Prince, but I'm pretty sure it's actually Order of the Phoenix. That Dementor scene when they're in that park or whatever. Yeah, do you remember what movie uh, that was That's in? the beginning of... I thought that was the beginning of Order. I think it is the beginning of... 
I think it is the beginning of Order of the Phoenix. I think so. Because he has to go to court. Yeah, because he goes to that court hearing. <laughs> that hearing. He goes to court. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> he does. He has well, a hearing. I mean, essentially, that's what he has to do. I don't but, remember. Uh, I he has friends with him, and I think mm-hmm, one, of them, gang. one of them's got to be. Yeah, his stupid It's got to be Pierce Polkis, one of them. I'm pretty sure in the book it is for sure. Yeah. Um, because never mentioned by name. J.K. Rowling really to be in this scene. Sorry, Pierce. Well, it's okay. Like it's it's um, it's okay. We don't need another. It's not. Yeah, it's not necessary here in this scene. So they get they go outside and we see for we see Privet Drive, and every car. Not only does every house the same, like cookie cutter houses, but every car is the same. Every single car is the same make and model. They are uh, a circa 2000, it's called a Vauxhall Vectra Estate. Vauxhall? It's V-A-U-X-H-A-L-L. Hmm. Vectra Estate. Vectra. They're all the same. Oh, jeez. Um, so Vernon shuts the door before Harry can get into the car and then warns him, I'm warning you, any funny business, anything at all. You'll get no meals for a week. No meals for a week. No meals for That's a week. That's not abusive at all. That's, I mean, he lives in the cupboard under the stairs. We've talked about abuse. We we discussed it quite a bit last minute. It's one thing to have a little roof over your head, even if it may be a, a small one, but it's another thing entirely to, like, not feed you. Yeah, no meals for a week. <laughs> That's awful. That's terrible. That really is. He's already a pretty skinny kid. He's so little. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if Ernie makes good on that threat. We'll talk about that later, I think. That's a little cringy. It is a little cringy. It's it's (laughs) devastating to think that, like, Vernon could be so horrifying. Because then you look at them, and they're so, you know, heavy. They are! All of them! Uh, Well, is that Petunia? Well, them Petunia Petunia's very... Very thin. Well, not scrawny. Yeah, she's thin. She's She's very thin. She's tall. Very pinched. Sunken. Pinched. Yeah, pinched is a good word. Very pinched. She is. But uh, where he is big, she is small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's that side of like the family. The, it's like Matilda's parents. <laughs> Matilda. I don't, for some reason, Harry Potter kind of is Matilda, right? I, okay, maybe. <laughs> like, I haven't seen Matilda in a long time, but I'm like, eh, I, I don't, don't know. think that... I, I, isn't, I don't know Harry if that's Potter's way cooler than Matilda. She, yeah, but it's like a child of parents that are like flighty, sort of holier than thou parents. Yeah, they, you know, and she has some like amazing power that they can never comprehend. Maybe not. Maybe For not. some reason, it was just like the tall, scrawny woman with the big, heavy set father that made me think of Matilda. Of Matilda. Yeah, well, I mean. I haven't seen Matilda in a very long time. Very long time. I couldn't even tell you. I'm pretty sure that in the books, the the one that is thin and the one that is heavyset is reversed. Oh. From what it is in the movie. Like, it's a really heavy woman, but like a thin man. I'm pretty sure. See, but you never see that in media, so I feel like, oh, let's do it the other way around, because yeah. that's more believable. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really see that. It's, it's weird, uh... Contemporary media has a way of taking, like, frumpy guys and giving them beautiful women and making it seem like that's the natural order of things. Like, that's okay. Like, that's what happens. Yeah, this happens This happens all the time. Come but, on, you know. I mean, I guess people could, like, say that about Ron and Hermione when we get there. Like, we no, one, can, no one can imagine them together. I don't, 
I have to disagree with you. Well, we have a lot to talk about. J.K. Rowling herself said she regrets Shh. having them be together now. We don't talk about that. Oh, my God. We don't. You're so in denial. That's years <laughs> away from now. The podcast can deal with that when we get there. Okay. Okay. And it won't change. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's the minute. Oh, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I, we um, ended at the, uh, seeing the reptile house. We did. We ended with the reptile house. It was like, it cut right to the reptile house. We'll talk a little bit more about the zoo tomorrow. But I think that's it for this minute. How do you feel? Yeah, I think that's everything. It's a new Monday. It is. Back into the week. We've got, uh, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. Yep. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Nope. It's very close. It's very, very close. All right. It's, I feel like it's just snuck up. I'm not, they I did. I, yeah. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Harry Potter. Of course they don't celebrate their Thanksgiving in Harry Potter. They're in London. Uh, I'll say hello. I am a dweeb. Don't listen to what me a right dweeb. now. Uh, in Canada, they've already celebrated Thanksgiving. Yes. Because theirs is in August? I think so. Or something like that. I think it's before Halloween. I think so, too. It's weird, right? <laughs> I don't know if, the ca- I don't know if the, the, that picked up the sound of the cats, but We're the cats gonna... are hissing at each other in the background. <laughs> we should get out of here. Okay. All right. You can follow us at duelinggenre.com or hpminute.com. Do we talk about that? We didn't talk about that. We're on Dueling Genre. We are. Um, Scott Corelli over there was really great and... Uh, allowed us to have our podcast hosted on their site, which is really cool. Um, we're really grateful for that. You can find us at duelinggenre.com. You can follow us at uh, on Facebook at harrypotterminute.com or on Twitter at hpminute.com. You can join our exclusive Facebook group, Harry Potter and the Listener's Army. Um, it's just a little community where we like to reach out and talk to the, you guys, the listeners and have some you have questions. Or, yeah. No, like you know. I, I, if, if we ask questions, I have already asked like listeners, Hey, like if we asked for an ornithologist, an ornithologist the first week, like an ornithologist. we did, yeah. we did in the first episode, I think yeah. because there was the owl owls sitting on the, yeah. Who knows know about about the owls. Owls. We have a lot of owls coming up next week and I need someone to help me talk about the owls. Tell me about the owls people. I want to know. Can you show me? Show, show you about owls. <laughs> Teach me about owls. Um, okay. That sounds like not. That sounds kind of interesting, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, for not sure. So uh, the guys on Indiana Jones Minute had on like a snake expert when they were talking about the scene in. See, that's cool. The, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Turns out a lot of the snakes are actually are le- uh, legless lizards. Were you gonna say salamanders? I was, but they're actually legless lizards. Oh. Um, you can go listen to Indiana Jones Minute and find that out because that show's great. Those guys are on hiatus right now. Mm. So many of the shows have wrapped up lately. I'm oh. glad that we can be here to fill in that void right? at the same time as Star Wars Minute. Yes. Those guys started the same day as us. I would, I'm sure they already had it planned well in advance, but right. we picked it for a Harry Potter reason. Yes, yes, it's a valid reason. It is a valid reason. Last week was the 15th anniversary of the release of Sorcerer's Stone. Last week, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them came out. It felt like a very Harry Potter week. Yes. And here we are. If there was ever a Harry Potter week, it was that one. It was that one. All right. 
Thanks for listening, you guys. Come back tomorrow for Minute 7 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mischief Mischief managed. managed.